0: Hello, my name is Tony Coe. Welcome to episode 26 of Re-Educating Dad, the weekly podcast that brings you 30 minutes of intergenerational banter. As usual, I'm joined today by my feisty co-host and daughter, Tony Coe-Brooker. What's up, Tony?
1: Good, thank you. How are you?
0: I'm really, really, really Feisty. Good. <laughs> Go feisty one. <laughs> <laughs> so now those uh, loyal listeners and we love having loyal listeners and we love your feedback thank you very much for the feedback from last week's episode which was episode 25 when we discussed the social dilemma the fascinating uh, new documentary from netflix and it was very special because we were joined last week uh by my grandson ben Who is joining us again today. Hello, Ben. Hello. How are you today?
2: Yeah, yeah, good. I'm I'm excited to be here again. I really enjoyed last time.
0: Uh, Good, good. And we got lots of good feedback um, on your uh, contribution, so we're very thrilled to have you here, representing the youngest part of our three generations represented on this show. (laughs) <laughs> so it's good to have another perspective and a very interesting topic this week, our topic this week we 're asking the question: is the English education system fit for purpose so uh, you ben are i guess coming out of the the schooling uh, stage yeah. so why don't you share what's your how would you answer that question
2: um I think it depends on what you what the purpose of what you define as the purpose for education is because um while some people might say it's for uh preparing children for for jobs later on in life I think it should be just for preparing uh children for life in general uh, that's not just not just the work aspect I think um all aspects like how to communicate with people efficient efficiently how to buy a house or everything that I from so far and I'm in my last year of like I guess you could say the traditional education system I haven't received any of any education on on the things I've just mentioned thus far um and so in for that for that definition I would say no it's not fit for purpose
0: I think, I think that you've really started us off beautifully there before I comment on that. Tony, what what do you have, what's your answer to the question?
1: Um, yeah, I've, I find the um, education system pretty divisive or it certainly was when I was at school. Um, but I wouldn't really know where to start. I think what Ben has just said about uh, preparing you, school, preparing you for life. So it's not just about, you know, STEM subjects and, you know, stuff like that. It's about finances and teaching you about credit rating, teaching you about self-employment, healthy relationships. Uh, you know, when I was at school, it was um, very much heavily about Christianity and obviously there are lots of religions in the world, but there's also not being religious as an option as well. So, yeah, lots lots of things like that that I think that um, were missing throughout my education
0: so you've you've both started off really well i first of all ben on the um how you define i i always think that whenever you're debating anything or discussing anything a great place to start is with definitions so that we all understand what we're talking about and uh you ask the question depends what you mean what what is what it depends how you define the purpose of education so i i i remember this definition very well but education is derived from the latin ex Ducere which means to lead out And in fact, Ducere is where we got the word Duke from Being a leader Mm -hmm. Uh, But if you think to lead out, I mean to my mind, it's to lead out into life
2: Yeah,
0: and therefore I think you're right on with your definition. I mean (laughs) It, what is education if it's not preparing you to survive in the world? And surviving, in, you know, the in the olden days, you used to have to survive by carrying a sword and, you know, cutting people's heads off and you know, bringing the corn home to your family by whatever means you needed to use to do that. Today we have different weapons, right? We have different survival tools. And you've mentioned, you know, it's maybe, it may be as perfunctory as how you buy a house or how you open a bank account or yeah. budget or, you know, all these, all these things. And to my mind, the education system is far from fit for purpose because it, it is so far, in many, in many senses, what you, what you learn in school is so far removed, or at least... From my, we'll talk in a minute about our different experiences. I think that our different experiences will be fascinating, since we're, you know, talking from such different generational perspectives. Uh, but for from my, my feeling is that it was so far removed from what from giving, providing the tools that are necessary to survive that uh, it needs a, a drastic overhaul but let, why don't we go there why don't, why don't you why don't you talk about now let's talk about really what happened to you and how you see how it's fit how it's met that test of being fit for purpose for you or not met it ben
2: yeah sure um so for me the reason why it's it i think it has failed at its purpose is um I think it puts far too much emphasis on uh, memory, just just memory of uh, facts, just um, inane facts, basically. Uh, I think you you benefit from school and you do well if you can just memorize, like, just dates, um, words, and I don't think that's a test of intelligence really i think that's more yeah as i said more of a test of memory and so i think that um i think that it's really not fit for for work because that's not what you that's not what you do in where, say you're say you're a doctor you don't uh save a pa- patient's life by memorizing the by memorizing everything you have to have to sort of take a uh, case study by case study and learn as you go along instead of just remembering uh and i think i do i do english literature and i think this is a perfect example um for me english literature is all about actually analyzing analyzing texts and um inferring from it what the what the author is trying to say whereas it's it's become just remembering as many quotes from an impossible number of books poems everything just remembering far too many quotes and it than it's necessary i i think because i don't think remembering the quotes shows how well you can analyze analyze something
0: yeah yeah what about you tony Um,
1: well also that's not um that's not great for other types of learning you know some people are good at memorizing facts and some Mm. people learn in a different way like i'm I really, really struggle to memorize anything, even song lyrics. And mm. I, I enjoy singing. I think I am an okay singer, but mm. memorizing anything is really difficult for me. But I'm a much for, more... For
0: our, know, listeners, ta- for our listeners, by the way, you are not an okay singer. You are an outstanding singer. And Thanks,
2: it, Ted. <laughs> no, but it's
0: true. <laughs> but, In fact, you've got to tell us, so how do how, our listeners who would like to hear your music, how would they do that?
1: Um, there isn't really any way for them to do it. I don't really have anything online.
0: Okay. Um, well, we're going to find... We're, listeners, you have to hear her I'll sing. I'll post something. Yeah. she So she will post on the Facebook, on our Re-Educating Dad Facebook page, how you can hear her. But she's an outstanding singer and I'm not having any of that modesty. Right. All right. Stop, back. stop
1: plugging me now. Okay. Getting back no to pressure. the subject. Getting back to There's where... Different- yeah, go ahead. There's different types of learning abilities, and I feel like the education system is built only to support one type of learning, uh, and that is from a textbook. But um, just very briefly, the kinds of things that I think we're really missing from my education were things like um, sex education, which is so important, teaching young people about healthy sexual relationships um, mm. and things that can go wrong. Um, also, periods like periods were absolute mystery to me i mean it 's not going to mean anything to you guys but but it it 's so important for women to understand about their periods because there there are big indicators about health issues um and I had no i had n- no experience um sorry no knowledge of that but also I think something that 's fundamentally lacking is the um healthy lifestyle uh kind of a, a course on you know we had home economics, but it was basically like baking a cake rather than teaching you the types of food groups that you should be eat, eating. Um, you know, if you, if you don't have much money, what things you should prioritise and how to make casseroles and how to make food go further and, and um, how much exercise you should be doing. That stuff is so invaluable. And, it, and it's actually only a subject that I'm starting to learn about now in my 30s when lots of damage has already been done. Like even, even from the point of view that they should be saying to, to young children, you should be drinking water all the time. You know, your brain mm. functions best when you drink lots and lots of water. When, when I was a kid, they were making us drink milk with sugar in it all the time. Dairy milk with sugar in it. Mm. Um, and, you know, without trying to um, steal too much time, just I, I think it's baffling that I wasn't taught anything about um, the civil rights movement or slavery, or colonialism. That's, mm. That was co- completely missing. I don't know if that's changed, Ben.
2: Um, no. <laughs>
1: yeah, um, not taught anything about it. And it's such a huge thing, and it's, it's not exactly like it was years and years and years ago. You know, the civil rights movement is one of the biggest forms of activism that we've experienced uh, in the entire span of humanity, whatever you know it's so important and and it and we still see um we still see prejudice today prejudice, sorry today and we should be learning from history yeah um and also lastly the lack of value in the arts is is a real problem for me because you know some people are more stem based you know they're good at their geography and maths and science and everything like biology and and some people are more creative and arts based and art is so important for for again for humanity like it's it's it is fundamentally what being human is about in my opinion is culture art creativity so to not value that in school and to make such a large group of children feel left out is yeah. it, it's stupid and yeah, yeah stu- stupid's I- not the word. It's, yeah, you know what I mean.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think, and I think a big problem is just the amount of pressure that schools are under to achieve high grades, because I think yeah. that the reason that they're not you you don't aren't taught about healthy relationships or uh, going do art more or any of those things that you just mentioned is because they're under such pressure to get to get everyone high grades that that they. Scrap all of those things and just for for more maths, more English, more STEM subjects, basically.
0: Yeah, you remind but me of. We are pretty... um, You remind me, Ben, of um, you, you, this this idea of uh, of uh, of schools being under pressure to get results. So you remind me of my French teacher at school um, because his he was a Yorkshireman. Okay, he's long dead, okay. so. I can, say, I can tell this story, and uh, <laughs> I won't get sued. <laughs> um, he, he, he was a Yorkshireman. He spoke French with a Yorkshire accent. Not that that was particularly bad, but, you know, didn't, it sounded a bit odd. Uh, but he, all, his whole focus, it wasn't to get you to speak conversationally or to be able to communicate in France or with French people. His whole, only goal was to get you through... In those days the o-level the french o-level so one of the things that you had to do in the french o-level exam was to write an essay write a story and it would be on a certain it would be on they would give you the subject of the story in the S, in the exam question so what he did is he got this really boring monotonous what can i say S- sketch within the story that you could fit into any story any bigger story it would fit in there and it was it was this it was this perfunctory it would it was it would say i went into a telephone box i picked up the phone and i dialed the receive i can still remember it now je suis entré dans une cabine téléphonique J'ai décroché le récepteur. I can remember it now because we were all taught to learn this absolutely perfectly so we could insert it in any story that we wrote in French. (laughs) So (laughs) there would be, you know, you'd start off and it would be this sort of pigeon French sort of stuff doing your best. And then suddenly you would go into this telephone box sketch (laughs) where everything was perfect but boring (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> but people came out with really great great marks and yeah yeah i guess that you know because they're marked by loads of different people right so they didn't ever figure out that he was using the same story <laughs> hundreds <laughs> of times so that's an example really of you just getting through but not really meeting the purpose which is actually to learn french
2: yeah
1: and why but why also why are we learning french it's not even the most widely spoken spoken language in, in the world?
0: No. I guess it's so maybe that, because... So that's of,
1: also another bizarre choice. It is. A, I it is.
0: I agree with you. It's not, it is, it, Yeah. I mean, it may be something as simple as it's the nearest country to us. And uh, traditionally, you know, people, if, uh, people uh, would go to France because that was the easiest place to get to. Of course, for many, many years, we've been going all over the place because of cheap air travel now. So it really wasn't relevant at all. But that's a good question.
2: Yeah no I think that just comes from schools not schools stagnating and just not moving on yeah. we have always taught French or we'll teach them French it's yes. just easier they don't have to learn get new staff in and and learn a new um way to get them to pass the test basically
0: Yes but now so where are you now with your education you've done your GCSEs is that
2: the GCSEs are done uh, yeah. and and I am on my last year of sixth form that would be right. uh, doing my A levels
0: um, in 2021. Right, um, and so, what, wh- where, why do you hope to go from there? Uh, the then prime? I hope
2: to I hope to go to uh, university and um, hopefully study law and politics.
0: Okay, um, good. Well, I think I can understand why why you would be interested in those <laughs> things. Um, okay, so so from where you are now I mean you you seem to have done pretty well you look like a kind of really well-educated person so aren't you an example of the system working
2: um I don't think so because I've not how I appear now is not because of what I've been taught Ah. um I because to be honest with you with my GCSEs I really did not I was not um I guess you could say I did not try hard for them um, I'm trying hard for my A-levels now so I can get to university, but for my GCSEs, I really didn't, my attendance wasn't great and I didn't pay much attention in class due, <laughs> due to the fact that in GCSE, you do such a wide range of subjects. There were really, there were some that I just couldn't, didn't care for, like, uh, like you said about religion. Um, no disrespect to those that uh, are religious, but I could just, I can't care about, couldn't care about religion. Um, so I think, the the most important thing for me and how not to sound big headed but how well spoken I probably I I may sound to you is from reading I think just reading is is one of the most important things you can do to Mm. to educate yourself really sure um um and also I've I have um benefited from the fact that I have had teachers that don't that have the same dislike for the school system as I do and who would just go on not, not teach the, not teach the, um, uh, the criteria basically, and would teach us what they thought we needed to be taught.
0: So you went to a well, um, you went to a faith-based school. Yes. Yeah. So um, I'm, i might ask you again in a, mi- a minute if we have time. I might ask you about. I just want to ask Tony something. Sure. Um. So you and your, you're one of four daughters, two elder mm-hmm. ones. You and Mindy, the younger ones, uh, I was able to afford to send you and, I should say, we were able to afford to send you and, uh, sorry, to send Tracy, your elder sisters, let's put it that way, Tracy and Jackie to private school, not all the way through, but I think Tracy pretty much went all the way, am I right? I think she pretty much went all the way through the private. Oh, yeah. 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 Jackie, not all, not all the way through, because uh, we simply couldn't afford it. And then you two went through the went through the state system. Yeah. Um, do you see Do you see a difference in your outcomes? And would you put that difference down to that? Um,
1: no, I think we're we're all very different. Um, I think that sometimes going to private school allows you much bigger opportunities. Um And sometimes it leads to things like bullying and uh, sexual assault and stuff like that. I don't think that there's any, I don't really, unless you can afford to go to some, to a really, really good school. I don't really think that there's any benefit. I think I would have benefit from going to Steiner education.
0: What does that mean? Um,
1: it's a type of education that's more arts-based, more hands-on. Uh, I think it Ger- must be German. It sounds German, doesn't it? It does. Um, uh, one of my bosses went, uh, was, uh, did at Steiner education. Um, but the only, the only thing that I can say about mine and Mindy's education is Woking High at the time was the worst high school um, in our local area. And Mindy spent a lot of time not going to school. She was a bit like you. She played truant, truant all the time, Dad. Um, and oh, I now just I'm going to have to
0: explain that, aren't I?
1: <laughs> yeah, you are. Um, I and I didn't, uh, I didn't engage at all. In fact, okay. I was just really shy through high school. I didn't actually find my, any kind of identity until I went to college. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Okay.
0: okay. And now Ben, I'm going to come back to you. Then you went to a faith-based school. Um, I still am you still are at a faith-based school, Roman Catholic, I believe. Yes. So what comment would you make about that?
2: Um, I think a big problem I see at the moment is um, how they are wasting time, maybe not wasting, but using time to teach us um, religious education Instead of teaching those important things that we mentioned previously, um, like healthy relationships, sexual education, um, even though our school, my school now is technically a Roman Catholic, but you can be any religion to go to it, Mm -hmm. Um, and I don't see the point in teaching people that aren't that maybe not aren't Roman Catholic a religion. I think it's sort of imposing themselves on on the on the pupils.
0: I think the word you might be looking for is indoctrinating.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, you could say that.
0: Yeah.
2: Um,
1: but they have chosen it... to go to a Catholic school.
0: Not the children not you, haven't. So, the not... child hasn't chosen. No, no,
1: no, not, no, not you. But, I mean, um, people put their children into, into Catholic schools in particular because they, they are supposed to be better schools. And I think yeah. largely they are. Like, I think just from, from a re- results point of view,
0: Well, you're dead right, but it's not just you're not you're dead right, but it's not just Roman Catholic. Actually, all faith-based schools have have pretty good records. So, it is interesting, and there's something perhaps there's a discussion to be had around that.
2: They they have good. I I agree that they have good um, results, but I would I'd be interested to I don't know how you would measure this as a metric, but I'd be interested to find out the happiness and the the mental well-being of the pupils at the school and the um, I could imagine that people that don't go to a Catholic school are probably better, or religious school are probably better educated in things such as sexual um, sexual health and relationships. So, are you,
0: is what you're getting at there that you think that the uh, religious um, dogma is in some way suppressing, uh, getting the yeah. child to be suppressed?
2: Yes, yeah. I, I, yeah. I um, not to out my school, but I do think that it it has, um, it does really suppress creativity. And as, mm. as did my, my secondary, um, the arts, I think is something that is not valued at all at my school. Um, mm. And you can, yeah, you can, and it's as simple as seeing like how much space, like the music department gets. I mean, I think in both um, of my sixth form and my secondary school have like a, Probably a two meter by one by two meter room for music. Mm. Um, whereas, yeah, whereas maths and English have all the best teachers, all the best rooms. And
0: so uh, you, you went, you, your school is co ed.
2: Uh, what does that mean, sorry?
0: So you have girls at your school as well as boys? Oh, yeah. Yeah, right. yeah. And, and Tony, yours was definitely co-ed, because I think all state schools have been co-ed for... A,
1: yeah, they just bang us all in together.
0: <laughs> so... <laughs> Chicken coop. <laughs> how, how would you have felt, both of you, how would you have felt... Because I went... My school was all boys until the very end, because then they started... They realised that there were these people in the world called women, and uh, they thought they'd allow a couple of them in. And I mean a couple. <laughs> Two. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> so... Uh, you know, and really uh, boys of, of that age, um, you know, we, we just really had any one idea in mind when we saw a girl. <laughs> so it was not those really, girls. yeah. So it wasn't really, it wasn't really the, you know, the best for those two girls. <laughs> um, mm. But, uh, you know, how would you That's actually felt? not
1: funny at all. Well, no, That's I know
0: that there's a, there is a sort of dark side to that, but the, uh, the, the, um, what I was going to ask you is how would you f- how do you think it would have changed you if if you were in an all boys school or Tony if you were in an all female school?
1: I think it would have stunted me massively because I think about uh, how much uh, being in a mixed school that like socialising with men and women and learning about um, just not normalising it. For, I think mm. that if I if that didn't happen and I started. You know, seeing men more regularly once I'd left high school, I think I wouldn't even know how to talk to them. They'd be like, "It's it's almost like alienating a a gender." Yes, but also, I don't, I don't agree with um, separating men and women and putting a an emphasis on gender because it it leaves out the spectrum of genders that we have anyway.
0: Well, it goes to your point about it goes to your point about preparing you for, for healthy relationships. It, it actually
1: It leaves out vulnerable communities as well because uh you know, people experience gender dysphoria from as young as five years old, probably even younger than that. So the people that um consider themselves non-binary are, are, are completely stuck. They would have been forced into their their the the school that they their biological sex is feeling like they were the opposite set, uh, gender, sorry. I'm pro- probably not saying this in a very PC way, but that, that to, just to me seems wrong, like completely wrong. I, I don't actually see any benefit from splitting um, splitting people up at all. Mm. Mm-hmm.
2: No, I don't actually know why why it's done because it also goes back to preparing you for life in work, in the work environment and just in life generally. You're not not segregated by gender, are you? So why, why is it done?
0: Yes, I mean, I, I think it was extremely unhelpful and uh you know i i didn't know how to talk to girls when i left school and you know it was very weird really um uh, uh, and i think it's very damaging Uh, i I think it probably
1: puts even more of an emphasis on sex as well because when you leave school and that suddenly becomes something that you're thinking about it's then the only thing you can think about when you you're meeting yes, the other set exactly
0: you know right.
2: yeah and that's exactly right. that's
1: not a health it's not a healthy thing. I think what we want for the schools for the school system is to be as diverse and multicultural as possible because that's mm. what living in the real world is like, and mm-hmm. it it means that when you come out of school you're not segregating people and being like, well no, they're the other, you know you're not like us, you're different I'm not saying that they shouldn't teach about. English heritage and stuff like that and English history. Um, but I but I certainly think that we need classes to be as diverse as possible.
0: I agree. I, I, I completely yeah. agree. Um, so I, I wanted to sort of get into what I... Because I've asked you about your experiences. I haven't said very much about my experiences apart from the last bit, which reference the, the the fact that we were all one gender in the school but i wanted to say more about my journey and of course tony you opened the door to my truancy which is a huge thing to talk about and we don't have time to talk about it now so if you two are interested are you available next this time next week uh, ben
2: um i believe so
0: well, hopefully we'd have you back next week because I would like to sort of talk to you about my journey through the education system um, and then get your views on it. I don't know how much you know. I don't suppose you know very much about it at all, Ben. No,
2: no, um, it would be interesting to know how much it's changed or, or probably how little it's changed um, from my experience.
0: Well, I, of course, my, my experience was 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 quite different in that I went away to a boarding school in the countryside um, and was in effect plucked completely out of my what the environment that I was I I was not I was not an an uncooperative plucky (laughs) if you see what I mean Uh, But I was plucked out of my environment into um, a completely foreign in every single way environment of a quite, uh, well, a public school with prefects and corporal punishment uh, and things that I think you probably, neither of you will have experienced. Um, And I went into that from being... Playing truant for a whole year from my previous school, which Tony has outed me on, to <laughs> use your expression, Ben. And so I, I, I feel, love it. Yeah, well, I feel <laughs> I ought to talk about that. So if we if we could do, is the English education system fit for purpose? Part two next week. We could get into that. I can talk a bit about that, and then you can give me your reactions to that we can talk maybe a little bit more because i'm you know we can get into the whole sort of public school into government becoming a i know tony will want to talk about the tories and <laughs> stuff like that and uh, as always yeah, So i'll be interested uh. to hear ben's view on that as well so uh, if i could uh, any final comments from either of you no i don't think so so you're happy with that journey for yeah. us next. Yeah okay so we'll do yeah. that we'll do that next time. I hope that's of, of interest to uh, our listeners. Um, we really really appreciate the feedback you're giving us. Slight change in our format is that uh, we're not sending you to our we're not sending you automatically to our YouTube channel if you want to see the, if you actually want to see us recording this on screen we do video these conversations not so much to create a video but because it's a more natural conversation to be able to see one another in these you know days of covid it's not easy to do it when we're all from different households face to face so we can actually see each other on screen that's the main reason why we video them but uh, some people really keen to see us on screen for some reason and they asked to get access. The reason that we pulled that and didn't just give you access anymore to, to the YouTube uh, videos is because then that reduces uh, the traffic to our anchor podcast platform through the normal places that you like to get your podcast from. And that skews the stats. So we didn't want to do that. So. Please listen to the, please download and listen to the episode in the normal way as a podcast. And if you do want to to look at uh, our beautiful faces, well, they're beautiful faces, um, then do send a message via the Facebook page, which is, uh, which you can access through uh, re-educating dad. It's re-educatingdad.com. Send us a message through there. We'll gladly give you a link to go uh, look at the at the video but do please share this podcast with your friends and family we are growing our audience and you can help us do it do that by by uh, sharing the in the usual way on social media so thank you very much again for listening that's all from us this time and we look forward to talking to you again next time thank you bye from me bye, bye
2: for
1: me